Johnson, your host, and that was the voice of India Ari, one of my favorite songs of all time, I Am Light. And each time I drop in and really listen to what it is that she is saying and what it is that is coming through her, I hear nothing but truth. And it brings me back to the most fundamental truth of all time, which is I am light, I am of the divine. I am whole and complete and perfect, and so are you. And today, I'm going to be talking about comparisons and probably a few other things as well as my spirit is guided and inspired to share other things that are on my heart and on my mind today. But I want to start with this idea of where comparison stems from. And I was in a yoga class yesterday. It was a beautiful yoga class. And I was so grateful to the instructor for her wisdom and again for her sharing the truth with each of us. At the very end of the class, she said something that is a concept that I hold near and dear to my heart. It is something that I wholeheartedly believe and teach myself. And even then, when she said it, and when I was the receiver of it, it moved me so deeply. It brought tears to my eyes. And upon reflecting, uh, or when reflecting upon it later, I noticed that it's because we don't hear it that often. And we can't hear it enough. And so what I heard her say, and what I want to remind each of us of today, is that you are whole. You are complete in this very moment. There is nothing more you need to do to be, to have, to say. In this moment, you are complete, whole, holy. And so am I. And it is the ego, it is our humanness that believes anything to the contrary. It is our ego, our humanness that believes we need to do more, to be more, to have more, to say more. Our spirit, our soul, our essence, our true self, the light within us, our wholeness, our holiness, knows that is not true. It is whole and complete in this very moment. It is not lacking nor wanting of anything. So why do we spend so much time in this longing in this comparison 
in this desire to have more, be more, do more. It is my belief that it is because we have not come to terms yet with the truth. We have not yet fully recognized or fully realized the truth. Our ego is still in the driver's seat. Our ego is saying, but I need more. But I need to do more. But I need to have more. Last week I spoke about the both and of things and I spoke about the we are both human and divine. And that does not mean that our humanness, our ego, gets to have the final say. It does not mean that we get to give it the keys and sit in the driver's seat. It means we can see it. We can appreciate it. We can be friends with it. We can see it as part of this entire experience that we are here to have. And we are whole and complete just as we are. And I believe the journey is to live from that space more often. To live in that truth more often. And so what does this have to do with comparison? Well, when we compare ourselves, and when we often think of comparing ourselves, we think of comparisons to others. We think of comparing ourselves to other people. And that is true. We do that. And as I was meditating on this today, it occurred to me that comparison starts with ourselves, as all things do. It's really no surprise. And when we compare ourselves to others, it is because we are first comparing ourselves to ourselves. And so what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is, again, our ego believes that we need to have, be, do more. Our ego recognizes that we have all of these abilities, all of this potential, and it wants it. And it thinks it needs to have it. And it needs to have it right now, right this second. Our ego forgets that we are already whole and complete in this very moment. And so it begins to compare ourselves with our potential self. Or perhaps it starts to compare ourself with our past self. My ego might say, yes, but I used to be thinner. I used to be, I used to be healthier. I should be skinnier. I should be healthier now. It starts to compare my current present self with a past version of myself. Perhaps my ego says, oh yes, but I could be more successful. And I could be doing more to become, quote unquote, more successful. Because deep down I know I have that potential. I have that ability. We all do. And yet, I am whole and complete in this very moment. But my ego wants to compare my present self with a potential future self. 
So the comparison is bred out of who we think we have been or who we think we can be. And often comparison can never exist when we are truly accepting of who we are in this very moment. I often relate my experience and my journey to that on my yoga mat as my yoga practice is deepening. And for anyone who has done yoga, even just a little, you, you might also recognize or be familiar with this concept that every day we show up on our mat, we are different. We are a, in a, we are a different person because we are constantly changing from moment to moment. Either our bodies may feel a little different, our mind may feel a little different, our emotions may be a little different. Now, of course, there is that unchanging, constant true self. Um, and so when I say we are constantly changing, I'm talking about the, the mind-body you know, combination that is, that is evolving and, and molding itself around our soul. And so when we show up to our mat on one day, we may experience a different practice. We may be able to go deeper in one posture than we have before. Or what also happens is we may be able to uh, not go as deep. We may fall out of a posture sooner than before. And again, when in yoga, the, the temptation is might be to compare ourselves to our past version of ourself, the self that showed up last week on the mat and was able to do X, Y, or Z. Or we may be in a mind of comparing ourselves to that future self, the one we think we ought to be the one we think that we ought to be able to bend forward even further than we can right now. And so while on our mat, the practice is to be with this present self, the one who is practicing in this very moment, and to embrace it, to accept it, to see it as whole and already complete. And that is the practice that we get to take with us off the mat into everything we do in life. So when we are in comparison, when we see that we are comparing ourselves to others, it is only because we compare ourselves to ourselves, either to our past self or to some future self that we, we are imagining. So to think about ridding ourselves or healing ourselves of comparing ourselves to others, the constant, you know, Facebook inundation where we see others and think we ought to be more like them. Or maybe we actually believe we are better than them. Comparison goes in both ways. There are moments when I might be comparing myself in this present moment to a past version and think, wow, look how great I am today. This is amazing. I'm so much better today than I was yesterday. Now that is still a comparison. And equally, we can carry that comparison externally. And I can look at another and I can think, oh, poor them. Oh, I'm so much better than they are. And that's also a comparison. It is any time we put ourselves above or below the other. And again, all of this is first 
experienced and practiced within ourselves, and then we experience it externally. And so every time I speak about these things, we can look at it both from the lens of how am I doing this with myself and how am I doing this with others? So when I am in comparison of others, either by elevating them and thinking they are somehow better than me and I ought to be more like them, or when I compare myself to others by placing myself on the pedestal and looking down on them and thinking, well, they ought to be better like me. I'm in a state of comparison. I'm, I am not believing that I and they are already whole and complete in this very moment. Because if I'm operating from that belief, there is no space for comparison. When I live from a place of wholeness, there is no room for me to believe that I could or ought to be different than I am in this very moment. There is just, that is not feasible. When something is whole and complete, it cannot be more or better. It can be different. And in this, and that is always possible in each moment. There can always be a new experience. I am not saying that because we are whole and complete, we do not evolve. We do not expand. Our wholeness might expand, but it does not need, it does not lack, it does not want for anything in this very moment. And that is the other, the nuance of this. When we get into this comparison cycle, we are not in the present moment. As I said before, we are either looking to the past version of ourself or we are looking ahead to some future version. But neither of those are the present. And so comparison is bred not only out of this belief that I am not already whole and perfect and complete in this moment. It is bred from this place of not being in the present moment. And so that is where we start to find our ground. That is where we start to reconcile this idea of comparing ourselves. Something else is coming up for me, which is often what might limit us and what might get in our way at times is thinking, but how could I possibly not think of myself as uh, less than? Or how can I pos- not po- how could I not think of someone else as less than? When I look at the quote-unquote horrendous behaviors. Perhaps I'm looking at something in my own life that I do and I'm thinking that is just not, that's not who I am. That is not what I am capable of. And again, everything that I say about myself, I could extend to another. I could also look at someone else and say, wow, that is just not who they are. They just couldn't possibly, what they are doing, how they are living, how they are acting is just not quote unquote okay so we can get in this belief and again I'll I'll speak it from personal and then we always know that we can at any moment turn that externally to someone else and so as you listen think of when you do this to yourself and when you do this to others because it all comes from the same place but if I am sitting here and looking at myself and my life and thinking wow the way I am living the things I am doing 
the way I am behaving, gosh, I just, they aren't quote unquote okay. Maybe we even go so far as to say they're horrendous, unacceptable. We judge it. It might be seemingly impossible to accept that and to say that how in the world could I be whole and complete when I act this way, when I behave this way, when I live this way? Well, what I would challenge you to look at if you've had those thoughts about yourself or again about someone else is that doing quote unquote horrendous things or living in a way that feels yucky or awful or unacceptable does not diminish or change the truth that I am already whole, that you are already whole. What it means is that I have not accepted that truth. I have not come to terms with that truth yet. And therefore, I am acting in these ways that are completely out of alignment with who I truly am. And that is why I have a hard time accepting it, again, for myself or for others. Because I deeply know that I am already whole and complete. I just haven't come to terms with it yet. And so when I live in a way that feels out of alignment, I feel depressed. I feel worthless. I feel less than. And it is not because I am doing these things that I feel that way. It is because I have forgotten the truth. So the way of flipping this around, the way of coming to terms with this, the way of getting away from comparing myself to some future version that I've never met, well, I don't think I've met it, although I have, because I'm already that self, is not to stop doing these atrocious things and get my act together because then I will be whole and complete. On the contrary, it is by first believing it, recognizing and accepting the truth, the reality, that in this very moment I am whole and complete despite what I may be doing, despite how I may be living. As I come to terms with that truth, with that reality, then the way I act, the way I choose to live my life will naturally become more aligned with that truth. And so again, when I am feeling less than, or when I am thinking someone else is less than, it is not by quote unquote cleaning up my act that will then get me to a place of feeling whole and complete. It is by feeling whole and complete and even if I can't feel it at first, because that might be too large of a leap, but if I can even start to plant that seed, and if I can start to water it a little bit each and every day by coming back and remembering, by being reminded, by hearing that small voice that says, you know who you really are, by, and then not using that as fuel to more or to further my self-loathing, but rather to see it as a doorway 
to say, that's right. I do know who I truly am. Amongst all of this other crap in my life, I am whole and complete. And as I begin to, uh, to truly accept that, to internalize that, I will also begin to see others that way. And I will no longer feel the need to compare myself to them. Either by thinking they are better than me or less than me, because I will see them as whole and complete in this very moment. But we cannot do that until we have first done that for ourselves. And so if you see yourself comparing yourself to others a lot, don't look at it as something out there that needs to be done. Look at it within. Where are you comparing yourself to yourself, either a past version or some future version yet to come? All the while knowing that your true self, your spirit, your soul is timeless. So everything you have been and everything that you will become, you already are in this very moment. And it is not by changing the external actions, behaviors, that will then realize that truth. Start with realizing that truth. Start by accepting your holiness, your wholeness in this very moment, even if only in very small ways to begin with. And that will then permeate everything you do. And even then, when you act or behave in a way that is out of alignment, because as I mentioned last week, we are both and, it will happen. You can always come back to that truth immediately. And then there is no need for self-loathing. There is no need to compare yourself with what you might have been or could have been because you immediately are reminded that you are already that. Your wholeness is timeless. So everything that you can be, you already are. That's what I want to say about comparison today. And what it means to be whole. I trust that this inspired something within you. It was a spark, perhaps a seed. And I invite you to chew on it and then be courageous enough to share it with someone else. Share what you're feeling and being inspired to explore with another. And that may not even need to be in words. That could be in the smile that you give them today. That could be in the way that you treat them today. But let's continue to spread the good news. Let's continue to be a ripple. And that is my invitation. And I am so grateful for you dropping in and listening today. I look forward to having some new guests on my show in the coming weeks. So I invite you to keep tuning in and exploring with us and being inspired with us. That's what this is all about. And I'm so grateful to do my very small part in that. And until next time, may you be blessed and may you be inspired. 
things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside